Assalamu alaikum, peace be upon you. Welcome to the Matcha Talk podcast with me, Samia of Sunnah Living. I am here every Monday to have a down-to-earth, real conversation with you. This is a beautiful morning. I have my warm matcha latte ready to go and a topic I'm burning to talk about. Let's begin. Welcome back to the Matcha Talk podcast. This is your host, Samia. And today, I want to talk to you about perspective. The last time we spoke, I believe it was in the beginning of the insanity that we're experiencing together at this time. It was in the beginning of the pandemic and I shared with you a little bit about the lessons that I'm learning through this. And wow, did I know that it was going to be the beginning of something insane. Well, the reality is that we just have not experienced anything like this, me and you, most likely. Um, probably, I don't know, last time would be in the United States, at least something like the Great Depression. I'm not sure what it was in the other parts of the world. And then obviously we had the latest pandemic. So this is something completely new. And one thing I'm just really thinking about these days is that people who are, have been relying on science to give them all the answers are probably really disappointed right now. Because the way that the information is changing, the way that every single day we have this news and another day it is another news, it is, you know, we just cannot rely on science that much. If if people were worshipping the periodic tab- table of elements, this is a time where they kind of should be questioning. And we as believers, we have to hope that this is almost the end you know like we Allah says in the Quran that help is always near so I feel that the time frame that works in that scenario is something that we don't know only Allah knows the time frame for it but we know as human beings that it's just right here and I remember reading and every time actually I think about it that we're going to wake up uh, on the day of judgment and it will be like we just slept for a day or half a day or something like oh yeah we just went to sleep like what what just happened it will be like a little dream that we all did a dream with very real rewards and consequences you know but like a dream that just happened and for now for us right now this is like wow it has been a month it has been more than a month it has been so long but reality is is not even a second of the grand scheme of things so we have to rely on Allah that it is coming to a close, that we are almost towards this end. And meanwhile, what am I doing to make sure that whatever lessons that I individually as a person was supposed to get from this, that I am getting right now? So these are some of the thoughts that I wanted to start off with today. But the really thing I want to talk to you about is perspective and this happened I had a reflection <clears throat> my cats are teachers sometimes so in in very interesting respects and I'll tell you about it today a little bit uh, the middle cat Munchie is her name she was and has always been what my husband calls like a little dog that we have she eats things that we humans eat while the other two cats we have they're completely 
not interested in anything that we eat, you know. But Manji, on the other hand, she's always like, give me what's on your plate. And sometimes I'm like, dude, you don't even want this, you know. And so I let her smell it. So then she's like, okay, never mind. This is not of my interest. But if she sees us eating, she will leave everything behind and she will come back. Actually, there's like, I'm in the kitchen and she happens to know exactly when I'm about to serve my food. I think they hear the sounds of the plate or or scraping or obviously the smells or something. And she comes running from no matter where she is. She will come running and stare at me like a little... <laughs> I don't know what to say. But like she's never eaten a meal in her life and she would want uh, a piece here and there. So that is a little background of Munchie's obsession with human food. And this is what happened when, uh, quite recently. So we, I feed the cats two times a day in the morning time whenever I wake up and towards the dinner time and towards the later on in the night I feed them their second meal. And so... This cat, I just fed them their meal, right? I was like, all right, I, all three of them, they're munching away. And it just happened to be the perfect time for us to be having dinner too. And so I served me and my husband and I was still finishing up in the kitchen. And I see that Munchie is not near her bowl. She is near where my husband is. And she's like staring at him while he eats his food. Meanwhile, our other cat is finishing up her food so she probably only ate i don't know like just a tiny little bit and suddenly she was like oh look human food i need to go over there even though she had a complete full bowl in front of her of the food that she loves she said i'm just gonna go over there and maybe i'll get a little piece or two from this human who is going to feed me maybe so i was just so, you know, I was thinking about how this is exactly how we humans are. And I always go back to this point, right? Like this idea that we are created as human beings with these basic tendencies, our base desires or nafs and everything. And everyone has it in them. And Allah over and over again tells us in the Quran to be rising above that. He has sent messengers over and over throughout humanity, human history, to tell us to rise above that. To, if you're angry, don't go punch that person in the face. Don't go commit or transgress against yourselves, but do this instead. If you are seeking justice, seek it this way instead. If you are feeling all of these emotions and desires, do this instead. You know, we're constantly taught that. And obviously, in our personal Islamic history of the Prophet ﷺ being there, he has, you know, when he is holding himself back from doing something you would expect anyone to do. And not only anyone to do, something that other people in history, famous, well-known people in history have done over and over again. The biggest example is when he conquered Mecca. The forgiveness, the, the mercy, and the generosity that he showed during that time is not something that other people have done in history. They have chosen to completely pillage the lands. I mean, we have historical figures like Alexander. I just think of him because um, my husband has been listening to an ebook about him and I was 
peeking in here and there. Uh, not an ebook, sorry, an audible uh, audiobook. But anyways, I mentioned Alexander for this case because yeah, he conquered a lot of land, but he also pillaged and and did a lot of heinous things, which we were like, wow. I mean, you know, like, but at the same time, not really surprised because that's just human nature. But we as believers, we are taught or we encouraged and expected to rise above that. But you know, we always fall short of. A lot of us fall short over and over. I know that I fall short of that expectation a lot of the time. But then I also know when I have not. When I have been like, hey, you know what? I rose above that and I'm so... It just gives you such a positive feeling. Now Ramadan is coming up, inshallah. Next time we will talk together, it will be doing Ramadan time. And the other podcast that I have with my friend Kutsia of The Visual Age, I will link that uh, information in the show notes of this podcast episode but the other podcast called soulful latte podcast we did in season two we did a conversation about comparing each other's worship during the month of ramadan it was like a ramadan episode and we really focused in on that that we have this weird and i've experienced this and i and i still feel i do you know i, I really try not to but recently i realized that i still have it in me where I'm like, oh, look, you know, he or she or, you know, that person is doing so much more than me during this month. Like, look at them. They're reading, you know, this, this book. They are, we don't have taraweeh this year, unfortunately, but that person's going to taraweeh every single night. They are, you know, they're engaged in charity work during Ramadan. They're doing so many things. And then I look at myself, I'm like, okay, look, I'm not really doing anything. And, you know, Allah says in the Quran to not to undermine a single deed that we're doing. Like a small deed can be very beloved to Allah. Something that I do small, but I do it with sincerity. That is the magic ticket. Sincerity is the magic ticket. And so while we are approaching this month of Ramadan, just really focus on what you can do with sincerity even a little bit don't look at what other person is doing you know i mean look at it to be inspired to encourage that person and just to have this sense as a community that oh look we are seeking to be better together we are seeking a lot together the sense of community and a little bit of healthy competition is fine but when it turns into wow i cannot believe I'm not even doing that. You know, that can be very, very damaging. And just like, just like my cat Munchie, she literally lost out on her meal because she was so focused on someone else's. You know, she, Footsie, the other cat, ate all of it. I mean, he just devoured it all. He would eat all the food that I put in front of him if he could. That's just the kind of a personality he has. Um, but, you know, she, she lost her entire meal because she was so focused on someone else's. Let's not waste our entire Ramadan because we are bemoaning the limitations that we have and we are constantly focused on what other people are doing. Especially at this time during the pandemic with every massages being closed generally, right? Like, alhamdulillah, most of the massages are not going to be having um, gatherings that we normally have in Ramadan. But yet, there's so many, I mean, I'm feeling overwhelmed with the amount of online classes that are now available. Like every, every massage, every organized, 
every masajid, every masjid, every organization, they're doing something. Like even individual bloggers or some Instagrams that I follow of people who are, you know, mashallah, like uh, on a path of knowledge as well. Like they're students or some of them are ustadas uh, and they are allowing courses like they have all these courses you can enroll in and i was like my god mashallah there's so much and that was a moment where i'm like oh look at me like i haven't even signed up for either one of them and i just had to stop i'm like you know it's not in my capability to do that at this point and i need to understand what i can do and how i can take advantage of the time that I have not that you know oh my god look at this program I cannot believe I'm not doing this but wow mashallah look how much is available that's a change of perspective that look how much is available for everyone now and I am so grateful for our ummah expanding and and being there for people in the way that they were not there before like this this pandemic even though has taken us apart physically it has really brought us together online where we can even benefit each other online and there's just no limit to what we can do mashallah so i'm just looking at it through this way rather than saying oh my god look at this i you know i can't even take this course and one thing i'm really also struggling with this is that a lot of those courses mashallah they're amazing and they look great but they cost something and some courses cost a lot and some courses cost a little bit and sometimes the courses that are being offered are not what I am personally looking for for that subject if that makes sense so really it is not for everyone I just I know that that's the words I'm reading is is that everyone can do this there is no excuse and I and I really dislike those words those courses are not for everyone all the books that we have throughout our scholastic history uh, academic history of islam are not for everyone that's why we have shayukhs that's why we have imams and and then we have student of knowledge and then we have all these categories in everyday man because not everything is for everyone so find what is for you what you can munch on comfortably where you can be like, all right, I'm going to take it a little bit at a time and I'm going to address that uh, and I'm going to take advantage of that. And remember, it is about little deeds with sincerity. So one thing I'm really, really trying to do is whenever I do something, what I consider to be a good deed, you know, I am like, you know, instead of just pausing for a minute and just thinking about it, I'm trying to t- convert that part of the intention into making dua instead. Something to the point of like, oh Allah, I am doing this for you. And then you explain how is it that you're doing this for him. If I am making this podcast episode, oh Allah, I am doing this for you. I know that you love when we, the believers help each other. You love when the believers motivate each other and lighten each other's burdens and bring a smile to their faces. You like all of that, you know. So this is basically kind of a du'as that I would make. And then towards the end of it, I will ask him to put baraka in it, to help me go through it, to give me tawfiq to stick with it. And everything, the most important thing is, for him to accept it. So whatever that is that you're doing throughout this coming month of Ramadan, all the plans that you have, just stop for a minute and make the dua, focus on your own plate, 
because you have a lot of goodness in it. Everything that you need is on your plate. You don't need to look at anyone else's. You have it right there. Just make it special by making dua, doing it with intention. Take advantage of all the little bits and pieces in there and do it with intention. And inshallah, that little act will be magnified. Allah knows best. So make dua, have full faith that whatever you do during this month is going to be accepted. It is going to be rewarded in the day of judgment, in the way that you can't even imagine. Just put your whole heart into it and ask Allah to help you in avoiding the things that you need to avoid and to focus during this month and make it better than last year. This was our little talk of this podcast episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you're interested in seeing what I am doing for Ramadan, um, I have listed some of my goals on my blog post. I have it listed in the show notes so you can check that out. I even made a little video on YouTube talking about trying new things and just showing you a little bit, uh, like a little walkthrough of the planner. So I hope that you will enjoy and take benefit from that. And next time, I will see you. It's going to be Ramadan. So let me just wish you a Ramadan Mubarak. See you next time. Okay, this is it for today. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. Also, you can find me on YouTube and Instagram at Living and on my blog sunnahliving.com where I have more content about topics similar to today. Wishing you a beautiful week ahead. Until next time, Assalamu alaikum.